Hello guys, good afternoon. This is Evan Ryder. Um, for all of you, for all of you who are here now, I have a fantastic friend. His name is Jason Swift, and he is he is here to share her story about he is about how he has overcame so much and how he is and how he is self-made. So what's going um, on? Yes. And Jason, again, um, thank you for being on my show. Um, for basically, thank you, thank you. Um, basically, for um, for you guys out there, um, Jason, I met when I was doing. Um, it was, I believe, it was uh, summer of last year, right? It was. Uh, it was actually February of uh, last year. Yeah. Wow. Time it, it was like it was like it was actually winter, early winter, early winter. Yes, and uh, basically, uh, you know, um, as a side job, I drive for Lyft, and for 40 minutes, he was sharing me how he built his own company on his own. So, Jason, if you would, you know, like, like I said, your story is very inspiring, so if you can, please share your story to everyone, please. Okay, well, uh, so, so, as you had already mentioned, um, yeah, we met on a, uh, it was a Lyft uh, drive out, I was heading to my friend's um it was his pre-wedding party and um you know we were having a conversation about you know you your your ambition to um you know for you know for becoming a successful speaker and all that and we got into discussion about how i started you know how i became um uh you know successful with my business so it started, you know, at a young age where I became, um, I started at, you know, I went to high school in Newfield, which is in center reach, you know, it's not a very pristine school. It's actually, you know, very low income. Uh, it's very low taxes over there. The school's not the best, you know, I came from very, I would say it was, um, middle-class to lower mid middle-class, um, income area. Um, we, we, you know, we kind of just learned our way as we, as we went about, you know, our day to day. And, um, after high school, I had gone off to, um, to college, spoke to my, my pops about what ideas he thought would have been, you know, would, would work for me, you know, what I should go to college for, where I should set my sights. And we discussed, you know, me going to, uh, engineering for uh for construction made me become maybe becoming a surveyor because i had a family member who um who owned the construction company at the time and i was like okay i could see that working my dad was already he's a labor guy he's a carpenter he's working with his hands on site but uh growing up i always said i, I didn't want to do that you know i didn't want to work with my hands and um but here i was at a crossroads where my dad was kind of pushed me towards a construction side. And I'm like, I really don't, didn't want to be on the end of, you know, where I'm doing laborious work. Um, but I didn't really have any, any set, my sights set on anything at the time. So, you know, it, it, it was, it was, uh, it was a decision I had to make. Uh, you know, I followed my dad's, you know, advice. Cause he's, you know, he, he at the time was the only person I was getting advice from because in my school, I didn't really have anybody who was directing me because, again, it wasn't the best school. There wasn't a lot of, there wasn't a lot of guidance. And <laughs> to put it lightly, if anyone could put a bet on where I would be in 10 years from now at the time of me graduating high school, they would never put their money on me to be where I am now because I, I, I was the troublemaker in school. I had a lot of, I got 
suspended a few times. I was skipping class. I was hanging out with my girlfriend, hanging out with my, my buddies. But those those were the things that I was into. And 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 I, I did pay attention to school, but I just was it wasn't I wasn't the best at that, right? So again, so I looked to my father for guidance. I followed his direction and I I I, I started out going to college for uh engineering. And uh you know, I I, I did a couple of years. Um I got a job working in the field as a uh, surveyor. So I was kind of using my hands, like I said to you before, it wasn't something I really wanted to do, but it was something I, I gave it a shot, right? And the owner of the company saw a little bit of, um, he saw my character and how I handled people and how I spoke to people. And he was, he was like, listen, I want to bring you into the office. And I, he's, like, he's like, how do I get, how do I get you in the office and make you a project manager? Uh, I was like, all right, you know, I said, He's like, he's like, is that something you're interested in? And for me, I was like, I jumped at that. I was like, yeah, of course. Let me, let me get out of the field. It was cold. I, I dealt with the, the elements, the, the snow, the rain, you know, the heat in the summertime. And I was like, I was happy as a pig in shit to take that, that job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah. So I was like, all right, you know, let me take a management job, right? You know, they brought me in, you know, they threw me in a salary based pay of like 45,000 a year, you know, and I was like, you know, I was, I was still young, I was maybe 21 years old. And I, I was like, okay, you know, this is this is where I'm going to start my, my path. And, and, and I got myself out of the field. So that was the first step, right? Now, salary wasn't all that great, you know, 45,000 a year, most people, they're like, they start looking for another job because it's not, it's not yeah. enough to really make a, a life. Right. I mean, you would agree. You understand. Yeah, right? Of course. Of course. Right. Yeah. right. So, uh, so from there, it was like, you know, I, I started year after year. I've been putting, I put in a lot of work, a lot of effort. And after about, I would say about three years of being there, three or four years, I was about, I was about 24, 25 years old. I was like, yeah, I came upon, I stumbled upon, an opportunity and and the opportunity came um from being being able to read what i felt was a problem in in our industry that i was in in construction and and how i can fix it right and and isn't that the 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 isn't that necessarily the uh basis of all successful stories is is taking something that doesn't work and making it better making it work right um so that was what it was. We, there, there's this thing in my field called um, rebar detailing, which it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a process of which engineers make drawings for the field to build the job off of, right? So we were having a lot of issues there. And, and I said to myself, I said, hell, I understand this work. I know how to do this and I can do it better, right? So I started my own thing while I was working at my, my, at this company as a project manager, like I said, making 45,000 a year after three years, I didn't even get a raise. You know, I was like still making that, you know, at 24 years old, 25. And I was like, you know, I need, I need to change. I need some change here. So I'm like, I was looking for another way to make an income and, and, and that was it. And I was like, you know, let me give it a shot. I'm like, what do I have to lose? Right. That's right. So, uh, so I, I opened the company and, um, and from there, you know, I made some friends and I think we had this conversation in the car, you know, it's about networking yourself and, and being, able, being able to talk to people and, 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 and sell yourself. That's the big part of this whole thing was able to sell yourself. So I, 
I, I created the company. I started up with 500 bucks. I, I put my money into a, a, um, a legal zoom, uh, program that, that created that pretty much spit out a, uh, um, a corporation ID for me, which is like a social security. Yeah. Uh, but for the business, it, it gave me that it was, I was licensed and, le and legal to, to now operate. I opened a bank account for the company and everything. And I did all that with like 500 bucks. Right. Mm. And, and um, so from that point on, I, I now had to make a clientele base. So I reached out to guys, you know, in, in, the, in my industry and I sold myself. And I spoke to guys. I made friends with guys. I took guys out to dinner. I did what I had to do to get, a, to get my first job. Now I had my fir very first job and it was about, I still remember till today, I got a contract. It was for 1700 bucks, right? Okay. Now that's not, you know, even if I made 30% on that, what is that? Yeah, that's, that's maybe $450 I made. It wasn't a lot of money, you know, but I was happy that I had my first contract. It's right? a start. It's a start. It was a that's start. Awesome. It was a start. Awesome. And the first thing I did with that, that I took my parents out to dinner. I took my dad, my mom, my, my girlfriend at the time, who's now my wife. Um, and we went out to dinner and we celebrated my first contract that I was able to open a business with 500 bucks and open it and, and, and get my first contract. And somebody took me seriously. That was what was big to me. Wow. Somebody took me seriously. Right. So from, from, from there, I just continued to now build a, a relationship with the, that client who gave me an, an opportunity. And I, I continued to prove myself and he continued to feed me work. And, and maybe at the end of that year, I only did 25,000 in sales. Right. Well, you know what? The next year, I found more clients just like that. And then I, I went from doing 25000 a year in sales to 175000 a year in sales. That, that's, that's, that's uh, what is that? That's more than, you know, 10 times. Yeah. Um, or no, I'm sorry. It's about nine times uh, my uh, increase on that, on that number from 25000 to 175000 in sales, right? Yeah. So I, you know, I kept going with what was working for me, you know, meeting clients, talking to people and selling myself and making friends, which is huge, you know, getting personable with, with, with the clients that you decide to, to take on. And, uh, and I would say after about three years, I was doing half a million in sales. And then by my, by my fifth, I would say, yeah, about three or four years, I was doing half a million in sales. My fifth year, I was doing about, I did my first million in sales. That's what it was. Oh. After, my, after my fifth year, right? So I was about 29 years old at that point, And I did a million in sales. And I was, I was on cloud nine. I didn't, even, I didn't even know how to fathom what was going on in my own world. I was like, I was, I was beyond excited. I was still working for, the, for a company at the time. And... And, um, you know, and, and it was, it was like, where do we go from here? Right. So now, you know, another three or four years have gone by and I've continued to build a business and we're con continuing to be successful. I had the same clientele base I've had now for the eight, last eight or nine years. And, uh, and, and now we're just, you know, we're, we're keeping it going. We're, you know, we're upwards of, you know, $2 million in sales a year. Wow. Uh, you know, we're, we're profiting a great amount of that money, which is awesome. Mm -hmm. and, we're, and, and, and that was how, how we got to where we are today. Now, here I was, the kid out of high school who was a troublemaker. You know, like I said, no teacher would bet on me to be successful. 
And by the age of 30, by the age of 30 years old, I became a millionaire, officially a millionaire. I love and, it. Yeah. And, and that was, that was my story. And I don't think anyone, like, like I said, would ever bet on that. And, and I still believe till today, based on people I've talked to, you know, within the last, you know, five years, plus or minus of my graduation year, I don't know that there's anyone who's left that high school that has made that success story that wow. I have in the last decade. Oh my God. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that that's, that, that speaks volumes in itself. It's not always about, you know, being the valedictorian in school. It's not always about, you know, being the guy who's the most popular in school. Because I wasn't that either. I wasn't the most popular guy. And I wasn't the most, I wasn't the brightest guy. And I wasn't the valedictorian, right? I wasn't even the best at sports. I was pretty damn good at sports, but I wasn't the best, you know? So I found what I was good at and what I was the best at. And this is what I feel like I was the best at, what I do right now. Wow. was being personable with my clients, making friends, finding a path and, and sticking to it. That's what's also big is sticking to something. You know, there's so many people that jump around and, and they have so many different, um, so many different, you know, like paths that they try to go down to be successful. Lock one thing down first, become successful at that and make a kill with that before you decide to make another path. Because I, I know plenty of people who have multiple companies and they, they do, all do well. But every one of them, they had their time with and they, you know, they, they nurtured it until it got to the point that it was successful. You can't start on something and jump around and think it's just going to happen for you, you know, in a year or two. It's got, it takes a little time, you know. It takes a little, yeah. uh, you know, it takes, it takes uh, you know, a little bit of effort, you know, and, and, um, you know, like I said, nurturing to, to really get it to where it needs to be. And, uh, you know, and that's what I did. And that's why I found that it worked for me. And, um, you know, and, and, and now that it's all history and I just try to keep it going, you know? Right. Now, that's what's good. Now, quick question. Now, um, if you could share a piece of advice for the audience of, you know, uh, about how to, how to stay, you know, just, Something simple, something simple. This, uh, so I, I would say, I would say that, you know, something to look for. I mean, a lot of people get into a career and, and, and that's big, get into a career, right? Get into a career path that, you know, that, that's something that you, you, um, you know, you can feel passionate about and you can push and you feel that you're, you know, you're, you, you, you're very good at what you do. Right. And, and when you, when you get there, look for, look for like, opportunities and look for the when i say opportunities i don't mean just like okay you know working your way up a ladder from from like a, an assistant manager all up to a vp i mean look for the opportunities that like wh where there's a problem within the company and 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 try to solve that problem yourself don't try to talk to the guy above you or the guy sitting next to you and ask them how to fix the problem that you're having when you're having a problem and you see other people are having a problem, realize that that is a, that is a big opportunity now for yeah. you to solve the problem. And if you have the ability to solve that problem, well, then you should, you should end up successful, not only at, but as you now to create something of your own that, that within that industry works for not the company you're working for, but other companies. And that's how you take it from something small to something broad. Love it. So that's my advice on, on how to start something and how to get to, that's, that's, that was my story. That's how I did it. 
So that's what I would suggest to other people because I can only go based off what I know. Sure. That's all I know. So guys, so basically, you know, basically, you know, what, you know, what, what um, he's saying is to just, you know, just stay humble, stay friendly, and to, and to, and, and the key is to speak to other people and to fix a problem. If you find a problem, fix it by yourself. All right, guys. So, um, thank you for Network. today for listening, and uh, I'll see you guys soon. I appreciate you having me, my.